freaking flies. It's November. Can they get out of here? <laughs> Go to your home. You do. You do work on a cattle Jeez. farm. Yeah, you're bringing probably, them. You're the one bringing them in. Bringing them home with me. They're probably in my underwear or something when I come <laughs> home. Son of a gun. Trust me. No fly could survive a ride in your underwear <laughs> from the farm back to town. In fact, it's a I, real crime scene down there. I think the flies that. <laughs> Just want to end it all and be done with life. They're the ones trying to get into your underpants because they know there's <laughs> no coming back. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. If you're listening to this, the year is 2023, and you've made a good choice in your life because you're listening to the Backroads and Bonfires podcast sponsored by Vista Paints. Those old rascals over there in Storm Mike, they'll get you fixed up right. What do we got? Stainberg? Paint. Paint brushes? Oil base, latex, brushes. Do they sell swag? Rollers. Any clothes? It's, it's coming. Oh. Ooh. It's coming down the pike. You're going to be able to get a. I, I, I don't want to speak for Chad and T Bone, but I, mm-hmm. based on internal conversations I have been a part of, I believe there's going to be some Vista Paints oh, t shirts. buddy. Maybe making their way around <laughs> society in the near future. I like that. Rumors of possibly even some hats. We'll see. I should do that with this podcast. I, I reached out to two companies, both yeah, said I've not interested. Like, I've told you like 10 times to just make some shirts. Yeah, I got shut down by the Dream Company. But you know what? It just means that it wasn't meant to be. We got to look elsewhere. Who, Nike? Did you talk to Nike? <laughs> no, it was Under Armour. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, that is Burke talking about Vista Paints closing. Go check them out. They're the best. And we also mention got... Mention the podcast. Mention the podcast, and you'll get... Was it 75% off your order? I think it's 98% <laughs> off. Oh, buddy. 10%. 10%. That's still 10%. darn good. Oh, man. Ted, Burke, That's, that's first Tom. cousin price. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, this is kind of getting a little more regular. I like it. The three of us here, I think I made two, which I I two do in not a row now. I do yeah. not take for granted because you guys have kids and busy lives, and uh, I'm a single guy who's married to a podcast. You guys are married to females, so you have other places you need to be sometimes. What do you do I'm with your podcast after we leave? Tuck it in. I lay down beside my little recorder here and. It whispers sweet nothings in its ear about how beautiful it is. I love it, I love its great battery life. Do you ever give it its first kiss? Oh, yeah. I had my first kiss with it the other day. <laughs> Should I be nervous about touching these microphones? <laughs> uh, use your discretion. I feel like I'm coming down with a cold. Yeah, Burke, you're not feeling great, buddy. Nah, I think I'm just getting a little run down. I, I'm kind of going a lot right now. and Makes me feel bad that I have you over your pod and... It's do, okay. Do you feel it's bad? My, it's my Iron Man moment. It's I don't my really Cal, feel that It's bad. my Cal Ripken moment. I, I just like got to gut it out. It's, this is your flu game. Give me like one weekend where I can get some caught up on some rest and I'll be back, baby. All right. It's nothing some caffeine can't cover in the coming days. Right on. Right on. Uh, I do have two extras in the hopper. If there's a week you guys can't make it or you just said, F Adam, I don't want to work with him this week. I have two in the hopper that we could put out. You 
you've had those for a while. One of them's an interview with Michael Dukakis, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what an interesting fella. Yeah. It's, and it, I love it's his when last he name. was running for president mm-hmm. in like what was it, eighty eight? I think he I was running. He was gonna win because his name sounds like caucus, which is part of a presidential <laughs> run. I was yeah. trying to think of what would be a very dated interview that you did. Uh, Dane <laughs> Cook. Yeah. <laughs> when Dane Cook was really popping. <laughs> Circa Do you guys remember how big two thousand was? No, no, it was like 0506. 05 does. Because when we were like freshmen in college, I remember sitting in people's dorm rooms listening to it, like falling off futons, laughing so hard, and thinking, this is the funniest thing I've ever heard. And then just as quickly, he was kind of gone. Dane Mm -hmm. Cook was a legend for about four four or five years. Yeah. Yeah. Me and and Tom would drive around with friends in high school just listening to Dane Cook Mm -hmm. and other stand up comedy. He went from like. Brian Regan got big then. Yeah, Brian Regan was big. He went from like complete obscurity to. Selling out Madison Square Garden, starring in movies with Jessica Simpson, and then Complete like a comet obscurity. streaking across the sky, he was just gone oh, again. Yeah. Gone. Jessica Alba. Oh yeah, yeah. he was with. What was he was that? in Good, Good Luck, Luck Chuck, Chuck, but then he was also an employee of the month with Jessica Simpson. Yeah, and my best friend's girl was Jessica Alba and Jason Biggs, or is that Cameron Diaz? What? My best friend's girl. I don't even think I know that one. It's Jason Biggs and Cameron Diaz, I think. Jason Biggs would be another no, good dated reference that's, of that's what uh, Jack Black's in that with uh, that right. Hmm. I guess I, I don't think know so now. Shallow How? <laughs> no, there's one with. You use those for a parachute? <laughs> I don't know. I hold on. Go to the phone. While Tom looks at that, uh, I'm sweating not only because we just ate some delicious buffalo. Wing. I mean, they're mid. They're frozen. We heated them up. They got the job done. Uh-huh. But I'm wearing a sweatshirt that's entirely too small. But I'm wearing it out of spite. Uh, Fabletics. I feel like if anybody who works there listens, you owe me a three X crew. Oh, your size guide was wrong on your sh- on your website. I was thinking of a different movie. Best friends girl is Dane Cook, Kate Hudson, and Jason. Ah, Biggs. there it is. I Kate knew it. Hudson and Jason. Biggs. I knew it was yeah. a skinny blonde. I forgot about that one. Yeah, Ped, your sweatshirt looks like something Rocky and Apollo would wear to like work out. <laughs> it does it's have that vibe. It's just a vibe. gray crew neck from the eighties. <laughs> it does have that vibe, but it is so soft. Oh my so, gosh. I should have brought this up when we were talking about Vista Paints. Me and the owner of Vista Paints, I don't want to name drop, but his name is Chad Buckholtz. You went to Des Moines. We went to Des Moines and we went out to eat. You oh. wanted to hear about good food. Yep. I'm so excited. Please So tell me. I went to a place that I've never been. I recommended a place I've never been, but a friend of ours was a waitress there. So I said, let's go to Biagi's. Oh, it's good. Biagi's is very good. Yeah. Love the atmosphere. Uh, Bucky and I each got a glass of Moscato, mm. which was very good. And then there was some chicken parm that was had. There was some fettuccine alfredo with chicken that was had. Oh my gosh! There was some focaccia bread that was had. Their baked, their baked ziti is really good. Ziti al forno. I've never uh, had baked ziti. I really need to. The waiter was very knowledgeable. It was just a, it was a pleasant dining experience. It's a step up from like an Applebee's, but you don't need to wear like a sport coat. But it's just like (laughs) a nicer environment. Yeah, you can still go in there with a cutoff tee and. And cargo pants. Yeah, know. buddy. Yeah. Uh, one They're thing not going to judge. No. One thing I've never eaten that people give me flack for is a chicken parm. What? I heard they're great. You've never had a chicken parm? I've never had a chicken parm. And I, I want to sometime. But whenever I go to a place that has one, there's something else I want. Chicken mm. parm is great. I just got to commit sometime. You need to put that on your bucket list. I, I make some uh, chicken parm. I make like a poor man's chicken parm at home all the time. You just get like some Tyson frozen chicken patties. 
Yeah. And you just microwave them up, little marinara, little pasta sauce, or excuse me, uh, spaghetti. Provolone you, cheese. You could make a poor man's chicken parm Ooh. real quick. Mm-hmm. Do you pull out the blowtorch and melt the top of the cheese like that, like everyone does in their food videos on TikTok? No. Fair no, enough. I don't do that. Where else did you eat? <laughs> I think that was it. You went to Des Moines for a whole weekend and had one meal? We didn't go for a whole weekend. Oh. We literally drove down Saturday after salt delivery, <clears throat> went out to Bayaji's, and then stayed the night, and then turned around and came home. I think we probably grabbed like a breakfast sandwich from Casey's on the drive back. What about? You went to one of my favorite places on earth, the Farmer's Market. I didn't. Chad did. Oh, you didn't go? I was delivering water softener. That's salt. right. Which you brought to the farm. Appreciate you. Yeah, Mar- I saw Mary today. Actually, she Thanks told for me doing that. keep doing the fundraiser because she likes not having to carry the bags of salt. Yeah, yeah. solid. Freaking flies! It's November. Can they get out of here? <laughs> go to your home. You do. You do work on a cattle Jeez. farm. Yeah, you're bringing. Them, you're the one bringing them in. Bringing them home with me. They're probably in my underwear or something when I come <laughs> home. Son of a gun. Trust me. No fly could survive a ride in your underwear <laughs> from the farm back to town. In fact, it's a real I, crime scene down there. I think the flies that <laughs> just want to end it all and be done with life, they're the ones trying to get into your underpants because they know there's no <laughs> coming that, back. That reminds me of my favorite James Spader line from uh, The <clears throat> Office when Andy was concerned that James was going to, or that Robert California was going to take yep. Aaron home. And the next day, Aaron comes in the office, and Andy's asking her what what happened. And she goes, nothing. He dropped me off, and I thought he was going to hit on me, and I said something. And he said, honey, I'm a ride that you can't survive. (laughs) (laughs) And she goes, and I believe him. (laughs) Hey, should we both text our wives right now and tell them that? Yes. Okay, we'll see what their reaction is. Please do. Oh, my gosh, it's amazing. I hope we get replies while we're on the pod. Tom's going to get something funny, and I'll get back like a, who is this? <laughs> who dis? No Honey, number. I'm a ride. You can't survive. Yes. I'm going to start with, hey, can I tell you something to try to engage her in conversation? <laughs> this is great. I love it so much. Gosh, if only I could text my Zoom recorder, but my phone's up there recording us. Hey, text your ex-wife that. We'll see what happens. I don't even <laughs> know if I remember her number. If you really want to throw a, a dynamite in the middle of this thing, it just stirred up. <laughs> That would be wild. I think it had some fives and eights and sevens in it. We <laughs> the number. Why? Oh, Her phone number. But I can't really remember. The wildest response ever would be she texts back. I've been wanting to text you lately. I'm really glad you said this. And you'd be like, we'd be like, Adam, no, no, Adam, no. <laughs> Intervention live with the pod. We could cut all that stuff. Naughty boy. Naughty That's boy. kind of funny. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm, I'm always, you're such a good sport. I'm always thinking of like, oh, bro, I what's the it. craziest thing we could do? I, I it's think good pe- content. I think people today call it intrusive thoughts. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I just think, what's the craziest thing anyone could say in this situation? Like, if I'm hanging out with a group of people, <laughs> I always think, like, I want to <laughs> say the thing that would just be the absolute <laughs> throw a dynamite in the middle of the room yeah. and walk away thing. I Tom, never do. Has Tom gotten a reply? <laughs> she says, what? Are you okay? And I just, <laughs> I just said, I'm a ride you can't survive. <laughs> I repeated myself. Let's see what happens here. This is so great. <laughs> Everyone's um, waiting. And baited speaking breath. of intrusive thoughts, if I hear one more person say in the lab when they're doing something related to work and they post a picture on social media and say in the lab, I might spray myself and them with wasp spray <laughs> right in my eyes. She <laughs> says, I don't know what that means. And I said, oh, trust me, you know. <laughs> Yes, this is great. I uh, <laughs> what about? I, 
Oh, that's great. Sometimes, content. tell me if this also annoys you, because this is a variation on that. So you don't like when people say in the lab. It's dumb. What it was a- cool at first, but it's overplayed. What about when somebody like my friend Brad Elder might say, uh, hey, we should like make pizzas tonight. And I go, to the lab. That's cool. Okay. That's like I a that. 60s Batman she, or and something. If people using it like funny like in like a reference like that, it's okay. But it's getting real overplayed with people. <clears throat> Trust me, you know, she goes, okay, I'm going to bed. Love you, babe. Aww. <laughs> nice she sounds great. Yeah. What? Are you okay? Yeah, what? <laughs> did Nadine oh, respond? Man. No, she's hanging out with her parents. Oh. Uh, like, uh, yeah, she did. She sent me a gif of a roller coaster. <laughs> That's so much better. <laughs> she is kind of the gift queen. She always has some sort of funny, <laughs> funny comeback. Man. Um, she just rolls with it, doesn't she? Always. She's unfazed by anything and everything. She yeah. is. When we sing at church together on worship team, I try to make her really uncomfortable by like saying like things to the people on the worship team I think aren't doing very good, like loudly under my breath. So hopefully they hear me. What does loudly under your breath mean? Like, I start oh, like acting question. like I'm having a conversation with Nadine about how bad they are, but hoping they can hear me. <laughs> and she'll like start like elbowing me and like telling me to shut up. <laughs> Ted, you, you were just. I'm like, a judgmental Bert, prick. Well, no, like Burke, <clears throat> Burke kind of always just is mystified by some of the takes and stuff. It's like you spend eight hours a day at church sometimes. Yeah. And yet <laughs> you do stuff like it's I'm like, a mystery. This person, this person sucks at worship. <laughs> Get him out of here. I'm a real you bum. <laughs> Get out of here, you bum. Adam is like, he's a beautiful paradox. He's on one hand so patient and loving, and on the other hand, literally willing to cut someone from worship team because because <laughs> they're not cutting the mustard. They're in the freezer, Tom. Oh yeah, uh, Burke, you are not wrong. I was looking through our thread today, looking for something to well, set you guys. It just goes to it, it goes back to the the segment from two weeks ago. Uh huh. I never know when Adam's going to go scorched earth or when yes. he's going to be like Mother Teresa about something. <laughs> I read that thread today and was laughing to myself. Like, if I were to tell Adam, this person on worship team, they can't keep time properly when playing piano. I don't know if he would respond with like, well, they're doing their best and they're praising God, so it's okay. Or he'll just go, kick them out of the church. They shouldn't even be going to church there, mm. period. Like, part of, part of being able to worship is to be worshiping in rhythm. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't I can't predict you, sir. Uh, I like to keep people on the toes, kind of like you do with some of your all of a sudden out of nowhere comments you make on this pod that are wonderful. An absolute <laughs> underrated term. I'm just going to go back to this because I've said it twice and it felt right. Yes, calling people a bum is so underrated. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's, it, a, it's a, a bum. It's, cut. it's a, a bum bird. That is a good one. I mean, the way it just cut the 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 um, it's just bum. You know, like it just yeah. hurts. It really means you're just really worthless. Yeah. Um, like what that. about calling someone a tomato can? Who's what? this tomato can? <laughs> you never heard that before? No. It's something. I kind of like it though. It's something people would say, like in the 1930s, about like a boxer who just sucked. You'd be like, "Oh, who did Joe Lewis fight the other night? Ah, oh, some tomato can." Like, like it just that. means like just they just they're they're terrible. Yep. Yeah. Kind of like the Big Ten West terrible have you guys seen that meme that's like there's nothing more devastating than when someone says to you who's this clown yeah because it means you're a clown but you're not even one of the well-known ones (laughs) (laughs) that's a good one (laughs) um i think my nose is substantially larger now 
than when I was in high school and college. I noticed that in the mirror the other day. Your nose isn't even big. You don't even have a big nose. But you should have seen it like 15 years ago. I've got kind of a beak on me, but you don't. I was looking in the mirror one day and I was like, your nose looks huge. Hmm. But oh. maybe it's normal. My ears are tiny too. The, your ears are tiny. But the Very longer tiny. you stare at yourself in the mirror, it just gets to be like a Picasso painting. You're like, I am hideous. Yeah. <laughs> How could anyone ever love me? I feel the same way. Uh, I feel that way more most when I get a haircut. Yeah. When you're sitting in the haircut chair just staring straight forward with that thing around your neck. I mean, you just look like an idiot. Yeah. Everyone. Tom, this I don't know why I just randomly Dude, I have the weirdest memories. All right. So I remember this is about your grandpa Don. Uh-huh. And I remember I always thought he had gigantic ears. He did have big ears. And I re- I specifically remember when we played basketball in the old high school and we were in elementary school and I went to that bathroom downstairs to take a leak and I remember walking out of the bathroom and he was walking in. I was like 12 and I just remember thinking, God, he's got big ears. Who is what? this? Tom's my, grandpa my, Don. My grandpa. Why do I remember this? A oh. random moment during a basketball game like 20 years ago, 25 years ago. I don't get it. Yeah, that's strange. That is weird. How do these things stick with you? Do you have tism? Are you on? Do you have the tism? <laughs> he's I on, might. He's, on, he's got a little. <laughs> I might have the tisma. <laughs> he's on the spectrum. Did I send you guys? That's pretty. Called having that dog in me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought I had some sort of. Th- oh, I saw somebody driving their car while holding their dog, and the I almost just rammed their car. We should so start mad. carrying cans of wasp wasp spray to be able Why to spray can't people. Why you say with. wasp spray? Uh, we should start carrying cans of wasp spray. Because that stuff shoots out like 50 feet. Yep. So if people are misbehaving, we can really hit them from a distance. Go get them. Um, Tyler Pedersen. Did you call them a bum? <laughs> I was. I rolled my window down. I'm like, Bums. who's this clown <laughs> with the dog on their lap? <laughs> get out of here, you tomato can. Uh, no, Tyler Pedersen texted me the other day. at like It was like 930 at night. And he said, hey, can I ask you a question? So I'm like wondering what he's going to ask me. And then he texts back, if each of your fingers could shoot out one liquid for the rest of their, your life, which five would you pick? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to pose the same question to you guys. <laughs> each finger is sort of like one of those, not, it doesn't look like one of the dispensers that, like behind the bar at a golf course that's got the little thing. But let's just say magically one liquid could come out of each of your fingers. What would you pick? And then I'll, I'll get to the controversy of one of Tyler's answers. Ketchup. Got to be ketchup. Ooh, orange sauce. For sure. I love I just sit there and make rice and squirt orange sauce right into it. Coffee. Does that count? Or are we counting condiments? Well, this is the thing. Tyler said ketchup for one, and I go, ketchup's not a liquid. It's a sauce. Oh, so sauces don't count. Well, Do you guys think ketchup's a liquid? I don't. Uh, I guess my mind instantly went to like the, shooting condiments out. When the water comes out of the ketchup bottle, it's gross and infuriating. Ooh. It's not a liquid. I think it's more of a sauce. And he's like, well, it's not a solid. And I go, yeah, I know. It's a sauce. But he's thinking of it only in the three like stages of like science, liquid, gas, solid. But mm. to me, ketchup seems like cheating. Yeah. Well, then I would go coffee. This is a, this is we're going to talk about something I went similar with to this. Raspberry iced tea. Dr. Pepper, uh, water. Imagine having just ice cold water whenever you wanted it. Yep. Filtered. Around, There's a filter in my finger. finger. I went with an Arnold Palmer. Mm. And then the fifth one was Picket Fence Creamery Chocolate Milk. Nice. <laughs> that stuff is so good. Nice. Tyler had an answer I did not anticipate <clears throat> that I feel stupid for not thinking of. 
Hot chocolate? No, he had like coffee, ketchup was one of them, Mountain Dew, and then he said diesel fuel. Yeah. Just Ooh, I didn't even think about a fuel. Yeah. You just stick that in there and never to buy it again. I know. I was like, that's wow. That's amazing. That's a great answer. That's a great answer. Diesel <sighs> fuel. Yep. Leave it up to a Pedersen to always be thinking smart. Are you guys related? Yeah, we're like third cousins, something like that. Oh, okay. I don't know how it counts. We're basically not related, but we are related. His grandpa and my grandpa, I think we're cousins. Are you so that means you're related to Diane Pedersen? Because oh, she's yeah. like one of the greatest people I know. Yep, she's wonderful. Huge fan of Diane Pedersen. Yeah. Tyler called me when I was chopping silage. The day I got my silage pile done, I remember he called me and just gave me some pointers on it. And then we just talked about silage for 20 minutes. That dude's awesome. Huge. <laughs> Talk fan. about a boring conversation. Okay, next. I had a huge dude moment the other night. Like, I was full on broing. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. This is something the females just can't relate to. Okay. They don't even have this gear, what I'm about to talk about. They couldn't do it if they wanted to. I'm very excited. So I'm shirtless. <coughs> Kids are all in bed. Wife's in bed. I'm shirtless in my den watching TV, eating a piece of pepperoni cold pizza. Sounds like one of the greatest times of all time. <laughs> That's a dude moment. And then somehow when I'm eating it, a piece of pepperoni just falls right into my chest hair. Yep. I just dig it out and eat it. Absolutely. And I was like. Did you try to reach your chest hair and lick it up? No. I can't do that. Um, but I just thought, like, pulling a piece of pepperoni out of your chest hair and eating it, is there anything more man than that? That's that just, sounds incredible. That sounds amazing. It was awesome. That's a great dude moment. Gosh. I bet. It, it, like, if we were, if they were making a book of, like, great moments in dudery, like, mm-hmm. this would make it in. <laughs> yep. Yep. I bet while you were sitting there shirtless doing that, I was also simultaneously sitting shirtless, like, a block away in my, in here, probably eating something and drinking coffee. How about that? Um, Just a couple shirtless blows. <laughs> <laughs> Will you say blokes? What were you going to say? Yeah. I was trying to say bros. I said blows. <laughs> Just a couple shirtless bros. Like we could have like each a, other. We could have like a five-o moment where we're both shirtless looking up at the moon like, Somewhere <laughs> out there, love will <laughs> see us through. Oh, I want to so watch Five-O again. Good times. That movie's great. <clears throat> Five-O goes west. Well, that's the second one. Oh. But Fievel and American Tale, he's an immigrant from Europe. Fievel Mouskiewicz. Yeah. <laughs> that movie's good. It's yeah. It's one of those, it's like all dogs go to heaven. You think it's a Disney movie growing up, but it's not. It's like something nope. It's like something else. It's animated, right? Yes. Yeah. Tom, do you? What would be some other great moments of dudery that you guys ask, I was just going to ask Tom if he like can maybe remember what he's had Swapping out lately. a transmission or something? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not capable of that. Um. What did I do? Oh, I had one, I guess. Uh, maybe it's more fatherhood than dudery, but uh, Ken- Kennedy, eh, it just sounds like bragging, but screw it, I'll brag. Go ahead, brag. Um, I was coaching basketball last weekend, and I don't know where Steph was, but Kennedy ran up to me, and I was holding holding her with her blanket while I was trying to coach basketball. Oh, for sure, dude. And, and I'm pretty sure the, the mothers from the other team, because the mothers from our team know me well enough to know I'm an idiot, so they weren't thinking anything, but the mothers from the other team were just staring starry-eyed. Oh, look at that that man They're being posting a good pictures dad. On social he's, media. he's holding his daughter with a blanket while breaking down his zone. <laughs> yeah. We're going full Bob Knight on the And when you come up the screen, you got to rub <laughs> oh, shoulders. Berg, I was hot last yeah. weekend. It was hot. Man. I don't know. All right, think of Bob Knight. There were some great clips going around social media. He had kind of had some all-time one-liners. Dude, he did. His story about... Uh, Coaching Michael Jordan in the Olympics was 
Incredible. I have to watch that one. I saw it, but I was not in a place where I could like crank volume and listen. Oh my gosh, it's so hilarious! It's great. He's Bobby such Knight. a complicated guy. Like, yeah. I had this conversation with a teacher in the hallway. Like, he was a great basketball coach. That's a tr- that's true. He also deserved to be fired at Indiana for choking a kid. That's also true. Yeah. Like, you don't. It, whenever I saw so many people, I think it was Kirk Herbstreet. Everybody on Twitter that's was just kind of dancing around like. He's a complicated figure, but personally, I got along with him and I liked him. The phrase I heard the most was, he wasn't for everybody. Yeah. But I liked it. You know, stuff like that. It's like, yeah. His tutelage produced, the that, you know. The thing that takes, <clears throat> takes me off a little bit, though, is like when people say RIP Bob Knight, they can't just say rest in peace, Bob Knight, you know, a magnificent coach. They have to have a caveat before that that while i don't condone this it's like we all know that, that yeah just, that's that's because it doesn't they're afraid matter. they're gonna be like if tom if tom hinkle died just post r.i.p pop night they're gonna be like local school board member advocates for, for choking, choking your people. basketball players i was gonna say we're woke people that's what's ruining everything we got to do caveats right, um, right wing adam I sent Adam a meme that said, you never see skeletons playing their ribs like xylophones anymore. And I think it's because of the woke. <laughs> and I texted Adam. I go, is this what you're always rambling on about? Uh, I don't know if we need to really get into this, but can people please stop saying wheelbarrow? It's a wheelbarrow. And I'm getting sick and tired of seeing it wrong. Oh, I don't really hear people say it anymore because it's not the 1840s. <laughs> well, if someone says wheelbarrow, just I'm kindly, to think what I say. kindly flick them in the forehead. It's a wheelbarrow. I think I say wheelbarrow. Sometimes you, you just say it so fast, you don't even think about how you're saying it. Well, yeah. it's when I see people spell it, and then I want to like send them a DM and say, do you realize how stupid you look? Did and you know, because of the wokeness, you're not allowed to say Washington anymore? <laughs> <laughs> or washing machine? This is what the left is trying to take from you, Adam. Washington. <laughs> It starts. It starts with Warsh. They're yeah. coming for it all. Yeah, I won't stand for it. Next, it's going to be. They yeah. just keep moving the goalposts. They do because after that, it's you can't say yeah. uh, Battle Creek, Ida Grove. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be it's Battle be Creek. <coughs> and don't get me started on Louisville versus Louisville. Yep. You know. oh, Des Moines yeah, versus but, Des Moines. Oh yeah, L- Louisville. That's how you're supposed to. Louisville. That's how it's actually L- pronounced. Louisville. 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 Yeah. Well, it's just like I, I get annoyed when people say Alta. It makes me so mad. It's so stupid. Yep. A uh, couple more things here I want to get off my chest. Spouses who make um, their other spouse pick sides in a divorce are evil. Well, I think uh, spouse, Do you have personal experience? I mean, no, I, I, I think spouses <clears throat> that are getting divorced are, are naturally going to be on opposite sides. <laughs> That's Tommy. true. Yeah. <laughs> That's I heard this point. argument on a pod the other day, and this guy – was saying how his wife was pissed at him because he wanted to remain friends with uh, the guy from a couple they were friends with that got divorced. And he's like, they like, it wasn't ugly. Like, we were friends with them both. And he, like, she was mad at him because he wouldn't choose the girl's side. And she was mad at him. Like, can't we just be adults? I've never been in this situation. I've, I've only been close with, boy, very few people that have gotten divorced. Just, I think it's just sheer luck. I didn't even know you when you got divorced. Mm-hmm. I've never, whenever the divorce has happened, there's always so clearly been one person in the couple that we liked hanging out with more anyway. Yeah. So like we didn't really have to choose. It was like, well, that was the fun one that we all liked anyway. And, and a couple divorces I've been around, one of them clearly kind of went off the deep end and that's mm-hmm. kind of why it ended. So it wasn't hard 
to just stay friends with the normal one. Yep. <laughs> if that makes sense. No, yeah. that does make sense. But I honestly, off the top of my head, I can think of like one person I I've been close with that got divorced, and they don't even live anywhere around here. Mm-hmm. So. I don't have any experience. Like if someone local here where they're both going to stay in the community and the kids are all here. And I mean, yeah, that would be difficult. Never mind. I, I texted <laughs> Nadine back and said, you couldn't handle the G forces I'd bring. And she just texted back. Probably not. <laughs> just doesn't want to engage. She's just like, this yeah. feels like a, th- a bit that you're doing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, on Sunday, I started what I feel is a revolution. <laughs> I didn't hear about it. I wore joggers to church really and i think it's time that more people get on board doing this i wore my comfy stretchy fabletics joggers they were it was a delightful experience i it felt freeing i wore a nice t-shirt with it and i was drumming also so i was on stage in front of everyone not dressed like a stiff and honestly couldn't have been happier is this what you bring the lord your joggers did people compliment yes because when i'm most comfortable is when i'm most worshipful did did people compliment you? Uh, some people told me that uh, you shouldn't do that. I'd never wear joggers in church. But a lot of people said. Some people, they, they like came up to you and said that. Yeah, they were friends of mine. They said I didn't like it. Really? Uh, but majority of people that said that, they said, not going to lie, bro. You look pretty good. I think you pulled it off. And I, I agree with them. I pulled it off. We're we're like six months wait. away from you wearing gym shorts on stage. I can't <laughs> wait for Ped to walk into church next week and there's a big sign that says, not not singling anyone out, but you're not allowed to wear sweatpants at, at church. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what? I'm wearing joggers again this Sunday. I grew up Catholic. Different color this time. I grew We're up Catholic. Mix it up. So the, the thought of wearing joggers to church is just... Can you imagine? Me. Jeans is as far as I'm willing to go. I'm thinking in about three months from now, I try wearing a hat with my joggers and t-shirt. I will have you thrown out. See if I can wear this hat, jogger, and t-shirt. Think you, I can pull you, it off? Uh, like, Ped, even for Summit, like, Summit's not as, like traditional as like a handover tom yeah. doesn't even think you should be allowed to drink coffee in church yeah <laughs> but that blew my mind that you guys drink coffee in church i'm gonna be on the drums with a hat on backwards <laughs> i'm not even my kids are barely allowed in church <laughs> oh man well i was excited about it it was on, and when i sat in that front row for the sermon i comfortably crossed my leg and my stretchy joggers i do feel like a little as, bit of ankle showing i loved it as a society we are losing a lot of the reverence for things yeah do you not like that i did that you can be honest i don't truly care but if you were to ask me should i wear joggers to church i would say no you shouldn't it's not going to change our friendship i don't think it changes your salvation mm-hmm. uh but i'm not catholic anymore but i did grow up catholic and um <clears throat> I do appreciate the reverence that the Catholics have for things. You know, it's very traditional. It's very, um, it's a lot of, what am I thinking of? It's a lot of uh, pomp and circumstance. Proper. But there's something to be respected about the the reverence that they have for things. Mm -hmm. I think part of the idea is is, uh, in a... You know, the world is ever changing with, like you mentioned, moving the goalposts. I'd say on morality, as as time goes on, it, it continues to move and shift and things are more okay than they were before. And I think it's maybe a little bit of a recognition that that this is something that's okay to stay the same and it's okay to have the same respect and reverence for and that kind of thing. But My, it's kind our, of sacred. Yeah. Our generation, <clears throat> I remember talking about this in college. I think it was a Relevant Magazine article that prompted the discussion. But there's nothing our generation finds more offensive 
than being non-authentic. Yeah. Our generation, I guess I could say the millennials and maybe Gen Z, I can't speak for them, but millennials are all about not being fake. So like my parents' generation is clean up the house. People are coming over, dust, put everything in its place, whatever. Our generation is leave it a mess, put out a throw pillow that says, sorry for the mess. The kids are making memories, right? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But that's what our generation is like. And like, I'm not calling my generation out because I'm not wired like my parents. Like our house was always like immaculate. And my parents would be like always dusting and cleaning. And my mom was like, we don't even bank in the same town that we live because I don't want anybody in our town knowing our financial business. Hmm. That's nobody's business but ours. And like you don't ask people how much they make. And I feel like our generation is more like open with that. be open. And like the worst thing you can be is fake. So like. Rather than pretend that your life is perfect, just throw all of it out there and be like, this is me. I'm real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, What's better? I don't know. I, I think it's a little of both. Like, yeah. you don't want to walk around putting putting on airs and, you know, everybody pretending their life is perfect when it's a mess behind the scenes. Not like my parents' life was a mess, but like my parents' life was great. But I don't think we need to be quite so uptight about, like, I think you can bank in your hometown. Yeah. My mom listens to this, by the way. She listens every episode, so I know she'll hear this. So. My mom's house is also but like I, super clean and all yeah, that. What's up, my, Mrs. B? My, my mom <laughs> knows this about her generation. You know, um, I think my generation's too open. Like, clean up the house before people come over. You know, yeah, it's kind of obvious. I'm sorry, Berg. My, myself included. <laughs> My, myself included, though, I need to do better. <laughs> the dejection. You ever seen those? Our generation, Tom, we just put like a little cute sign up that says, sign your name in the dust, but don't date it. I think it's one you thing if you're those, having like, like those your, signs people put up in their houses. I think it's one thing if you're having like your super close friends over that you don't care. Maybe other company clean up a little bit more. Our house was, my house growing up was always I mean, I immaculate. call myself an organized and neat freak and look at this place. Jeez Louise. It's not that bad. No. Um, I, I don't know. I guess I don't know where I fall in that. Uh, I I have a hard time being anything other than just, I guess, myself. I don't really think about it, though. Like, it's not like a... Well, you're a millennial. That, that's that's our values. Yeah, it's not... Well, but it's not something that I've consciously ever said, I have to be this over everything else. And I do recognize time when being honest is not like being completely honest and saying just what you feel and what you think and being real at all times is not productive at times. Yeah. I and think I can ge- dial that back. I oh, think our time. generation yeah. is way more rude than our parents' generation was. I agree. Yeah. Our generation's way more rude. We just yeah. say it and we, our parents were we, we just polite say enough hor- to say it behind your back. Well, we just say horribly rude things and go, and if you don't like it, that's a you problem. Yeah. It's like, no, you are just being a jerk. You just tore this someone down. Like, and this sounds like me on worship team well, with Nadine. <laughs> I feel like I grew up watching my parents take the high road all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. And my parents didn't have social media when they were raising us. But if they did, my parents would not have gone on Facebook and popped off about anybody. It's not their nature. Mm-hmm. They're, more, I, they're so much more polite. I do think that as people mature, I think I was definitely, when I started in business, it was... I'm going to be me. I'm going to say what's on my brain and what's on my mind because i got important things to say and they need to be out there. We need to have the tough conversation, all this kind of stuff, like tough guy, like, yeah, I'll say it out in front of everybody. When you realize that's more about your own bravado than it is uh-huh. actually contributing to a 
civil discourse, um, then you start to realize I'm not being helpful in a lot of these situations, even though I may be right, you know? Uh-huh. And I think once, I think, I don't know if it's, is it a generational thing or is it just a maturity thing that people get to once they've had enough experience with the raw honesty kind of biting him in the, in the butt at times? It's a good question. What do you think, Adam? I'm a big fan of a team environment. Like I, while you were talking, I was like, I don't have a lot of experience with this being self-employed. Um, I do feel like there's times where I'm entirely too rude. Um, but I think I do it sarcastically, jokingly, because like people think that's who I am. But sometimes I mean it. It's just I can get away with it sometimes, I think. I like what Tom said about the workplace. I think I'm more of a team guy. I want to get ahead, but also want the want us all to get along and have a good environment and not mm-hmm. be like, I'm going to do it my way and this and that and step over people if I have to. And I found it really hard <clears throat> now that it, like I lead teammates and you know they want to do something one way that I, I know for a fact isn't going to work. And you can do the thing where for efficiency's sake, you run them over and say no and direct them like a puppet and say, no, you got to do it this way. But that also stamps out their desire to, to have some agency over their mm. work, over their work. That's a good call. So you got to, I, I've found that sometimes letting people fail in a way that doesn't hurt the business is a good thing mm-hmm. and maybe keeping back what, you know, what you're true opinion is sometimes is an all right thing to do from helping someone grow. I think, I think people nowadays express their opinion too much. They're not even really involved. Yeah. That like, I'm not saying people should not speak their true feelings. We got people speaking their true feelings when it's not going to change anything. Anyway, you're not even a part of the situation. Like, for example, political mm-hmm. stuff on Facebook, for well, example. I'm a big believer in that, like, don't involve people in the situation that can't help you. Mm-hmm. Right. So if let's just this is not something that has happened to me personally. So don't think this is I'm not being cryptic. If you're upset about your kids playing time, why on earth would you ever post something on social media? That's going to make it worse. Just like all the people that you're going to. um involve they can't help you mm-hmm. they're they cannot change a situation for you or i geez i saw a whole thread of people complaining about the homecoming schedule and my whole thing was like why don't you just call the superintendent your facebook followers can't solve this mm-hmm. all you're doing is just stirring up a hornet's nest of people airing their grievances you've involved all these people who have zero power over the homecoming schedule right i, I know you want to i know you feel better because you aired your grievances like it's festivus it. people want to be validated <laughs> but like in the you know i i i, I sort of watched it from a distance you know and i it's not my nature so i wasn't going to add to it but at the end i when when it all had calmed down and homecoming was over and nothing got changed i wanted to throw one more comment in and go did this solve anything oh, it's so dumb it didn't solve a thing <laughs> i think people just want to be validated or feel like they're important so they're going to start a conversation but that leads to nothing but Dude, it's, i'm telling why you why start a conversation that will never solve your problem i'm telling you self-aware i've been saying this for like five years self-awareness is a superpower very few have it i also like just to give some context i come from two families my mom and my dad's where we just don't make waves mm-hmm. we don't make waves we don't air our grievances and I got to tell you, 
It's fantastic. <laughs> Every large family get together <clears throat> is fun. And I look forward to every single one of them. I never go into a family get together on my mom or my dad's side and go, well, this is going to suck because uncle so-and-so is just going to sit around and talk about how everybody else is an idiot or (laughs) I'll get to listen to his political opinions all day. Like both sides of my family. I just like lucked out. Everybody just understands be pleasant and go along to get along. And like, nobody cares about your opinions about the president or Congress. We're just here to eat some food and have a good time. And it's lots of joking around. I don't want to say that I've gotten soft as I've gotten older, but now that you've been through, been through enough of the battles and you kind of realize that time carries on, um, you can give things your best effort, but ruminating, stewing, all that kind of stuff, like, it just it serves no purpose to your, no. to your point, and so get through it, take a breath, and maybe after a period of time without speaking to someone, you can realize that they had a perspective and probably a reason for mm-hmm. what they did or said it or whatever else, and you just move on. Yeah. I'm gonna come to the Burkhart get together and stir the pot a little. <laughs> I think I think the matri- the matriarch and patriarch set the tone. Yeah, I had grand. But you're not wrong there. And when that when the head of the family is just kind of chill and easygoing, you're not gonna you're not gonna upset the apple cart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. They set the tone. You're right. Do you guys ever worry about getting grumpier as you get older? I do. I worry about it all the time. I'm personally yeah. getting happier the older I get, but we got a long ways to go. Hope. I mean, Lord willing, I guess. I've told my wife like, don't let me become the old guy that thinks everyone else is an idiot. Don't let it happen to me. Like, you got to check me. Here you go. We can make a deal with each other right now. If I see you doing that, and if you see me in church wearing joggers saying, I'm just trying to live my truth, we both we both nut tap each other. Just a quick nut tap. I think that that is a, sometimes it's a natural thing when, you know, you go through your 20s and 30s, and it, for most people, that's when all the cool stuff happens, right? Like you rise in your career, and your kids are going through milestones, and then you get to a point where maybe people at your work are like, well, when are you going to retire and when are you going to be done? And your kids don't need you anymore. And things are kind of harder waking up than they used to be. And it's just very easy probably to fall into a negative. I think the natural progression is to be old and grumpy. Yeah. I think the majority of people go that way. I think you have to consciously work to not become that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. It starts with the three of us. We're going to change the world or make the world a happy place. I think part of it is you have to stay curious. Mm-hmm. The older you get, the you have to stay curious and always come at it from maybe I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. And maybe people younger than me aren't complete idiots. Mm-hmm. Only partial. I had an old grumpy moment at the gym tonight when I, when I went in to get a quick run in. There were kids playing tag in the gym with their shirts off. And one of the kids had climbed up on top. In the weight room? Yeah. One of the kids had climbed up on top of the pull-up area between the two stationary. Good grief. All the way up there? Yeah. Was walking around up there. That's a good way to fall and break your neck. And I walked over over there and I just said, you know, guys, stop screwing around. Like, get out of here. Like, and they like looked at me like, beat it, old man. You know, like, I was like, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm dampening your party here but you should have said i'm a school board member and if you fall off there and injure yourself for life we're not covering it you guys ready for the meat 
<laughs> I think so. I think that's all. I think it's all I had written down on the Love old it. phone. That was a fun intro, like always. Uh, we got into some deep waters. Yeah. We did. I like those moments, though. Those so are do fun. I. I feel like you guys always have way more to say because you aren't. You don't just work with yourself every day, and you have like families. I don't know. But who knows? You got a good perspective to share too. Pat. I also try to just like try to make everything only humor. It's probably not a good thing. I should try to maybe be serious sometimes. <laughs> I like the humor. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, all right. Well, we almost touched on this a little earlier. I had a question I wanted to ask you guys. If you can only have four beverages for the rest of your life, what are they? It excludes water. Okay. Oh, this water is kind of like the finger thing. But it excludes water. It's only four beverages for the rest of your life. So I can't drink anything else. This is it. Okay. This is a toughie. I'm going to go right off the bat. I'm going to have to say like 2% milk. Okay. I just I don't think I can go the rest of my life without glasses of milk. Yep. Hmm. Good for the bones, too. What about you, Tommy? What's your what's one? So there's some things that you there's things I want to say, but it's like I also I like a lot of drinks and some of them I can only have like in spurts. So I would say number one A is just um, unsweetened iced tea. Just oh, iced tea. I love unsweetened iced tea. Nice. Uh, never been a big tea guy. Tried to get into it a little uh, in a former life, but just couldn't do it. Ice mm. cold, unsweetened iced tea in the yes. summertime is elite. elite. Maybe that was my problem. I remember when I worked at BB Stationery as an outside sales rep, I just drove constantly and I'd stop at gas stations and try to get the pure leaf unsweet tea. Maybe it wasn't cold enough out of the plastic bottle. My mom used to make the, was it like Lipton? Where it's put in, in a the pitcher. Sun. Yeah. No, no, no. She it's just the powder. Oh. But in a pitcher, and we had like the nest tea pitcher in the fridge. Oh, yeah. That's why I grew up loving unsweetened tea because my mom would take me over to like her friend's house for like a play date with their kid. And the two moms would sit at the table and just talk and just just drink unsweetened iced tea with ice in it. And me and my friend, we'd run around playing, whatever, and then I'd go over to my mom and take a few pulls off her glass of iced tea. <laughs> yep. And like I didn't even know sweet tea was a thing. So I grew up just like only drinking that and like yeah. loved it. I can't handle sweet tea. First time I sugar. had sweet tea, I almost puked. Oh, it's, it's disgusting. Oh, yeah. it's horrible. It's way very, too sweet. Very bad. However, I do love raspberry iced tea mm. and I do love Arnold Palmer's. Mm. I do too. I'm actually not gonna say Dr. Pepper as one of my four. Whoa. Because I I think if I was trapped in some sort of thing, you know, like where a genie says you're only going to have four beverages, mm-hmm. this would be my chance to finally kick the pop habit. Hey, there you go. I have like a love-hate relationship with pop. I love the taste of it. I hate what it does to my body. Yeah. Amen, brother. So I'm going to go with a 2% white milk. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go raspberry iced tea, even though some genius will point out it probably has the exact same sugar content as Dr. <laughs> Pepper. <laughs> probably. I, I just feel better drinking it. I'm going to go Arnold Palmer. Ooh, I love an Arnold Pal- a can of Arnold Palmer. That's what usually really what I drink good. in the dugout during baseball games. It's like two gulps and it's gone. It's so good. It goes down easy. I'm not a big Arnie Palmer guy. I'm going to go for my fourth. Not a big alcohol guy. It would definitely not be a beer. I do like, I like Moscato, but I don't know if enough to make it one of my four. Water's out, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you, you automatically get it because we need it for survival. <laughs> I think so. It's I, the other four. I think I'll go with. I'm going to bring one back that doesn't exist anymore. Wait, Surge. Yoo-hoo. No, Yoo-hoo's gross. It's just brown water. I'm going Gatorade lemonade. 
Oh. Do you remember Gatorade Lemonade? Why did they ever stop yeah. that? I don't know, but it was my favorite. I loved it. They it always so sold good. it in the summer. Yeah. Gatorade Lemonade and Sunflower Seeds was like my diet in the summer. Oh, so good. Um, well, All right. I'm going coffee. Yeah. I'm just going to drink it hot and black until fall comes around. I'm getting that pumpkin cream cold brew from Starbucks. Mm, don't at me. It's so good. Um, I uh, went to I went to a Starbucks this weekend. I went down in Des Moines. Yes. I like stared at their menu for like five minutes and then walked away because I'm like, there's nowhere on here just to get like a coffee. I don't understand this. No, if you want. Everything was a frap or a, or, or it's just like, can I just get like a French vanilla roast coffee? I mean, I don't. And a latte. You probably could have got a latte. What good. is a latte? I don't know. Latte isn't like super sugary. It's well, you can get them hot or cold. I prefer them hot and they're a little foamier like on top, but they're not like. It basically, it's like a, a little thicker hot coffee, but it's got good flavor. They Starbucks has just gotten too far off the rails. When you can't even just order a coffee, it's messed up. I go in there two months of the year, October, November, pumpkin cream cold brew. Otherwise, I will not go Where in there. Where is there even one around here? Sioux City? Just found out three weeks ago, BB has a Starbucks. Really? I've been going over there to get me some PCBs. You're allowed, Wait, to, you're allowed to go PCCBs. on BB's campus? Yeah, the statute of limitations has passed. <laughs> I didn't think like regular folks could go on BB's campus yep. to get coffee. Park across from the library and that visitor lot, walk down the steps, boom, right around the corner as you go to the library, there's a Starbucks there. Interesting. No kidding. It's phenomenal. Huh. It was one of the happiest days of my life when I discovered gonna that. I'm going to have to do that because yeah. my, let's go together. Let's all let's all go together. My second favorite my second second drink I couldn't live without is a just a Starbucks iced coffee, nothing in it. Just iced coffee. What are you guys doing Saturday? Getting let's ice, get, co- let's getting get coffees. ice coffees with you. Let's freaking get coffee. I'm working eight to noon. Let's get coffees when you get off work. I'll stop and get coffee and then go back to the field. I don't know if I like cold coffee. Can I just come along? Yeah, of course. You can also get a cup of black coffee. Yeah, it Americano. needs to be French vanilla roast with French vanilla creamer. Mm. They'll have it. You I'll, think so? I'll help you out. Yep. Let's hey Tom. What's one of your other beverages? Michelob Ultra. We'll talk about uh, it on Saturday. <laughs> I, I would say Michelob Ultra. So you said sure. unsweet, unsweet tea. Unsweet tea, coffee, uh, iced coffee, from Michelob Starbucks Ultra. Wait, was that a joke or real? For real. Okay. Then Michelob Ultra. Okay. And Fairlife chocolate milk. Dang. Thought, Fairlife chocolate milk is amazing. Thought you were gonna go with Diet Mountain Dew. <sighs> I always see that in your garage fridge. I love Diet Dew. Fairlife chocolate but milk is freaking baller. Same thing as you. It's like if I have the choice and they're gonna cut me off from everything, I'd rather give up Diet Dew than beer. So, dude, if I got like. 400 calories to go in a day sometimes i just love to get me a 30 ounce chocolate milk that's my meal right there <laughs> yep boom all right so mine good. mine I, is coffee 19 year old me would have said red bull i love red oh, bull yeah Ugh, never been a fan coffee oh i mean i did like it in my jaeger bombs and my red bull vodkas my brother my brother in harvest will drink four monsters a day really yikes yep. all right we're going coffee hazy ipa mm. Freaking love hazy IPA so much. Yucky. Ooh, but hazy ones, you gotta try it. They're pretty good. Uh, mellow yellow. And does a fruit smoothie count? It's your game. Oh well, I was gonna go fruit smoothie. That if that didn't count, I was gonna go orange juice. Ooh, I would say I. I I think I might like Sunny Delight more than orange juice. No, that's not true. The no pulp Tropicana is pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yep. My honorable mention was just bourbon neat. Straight bourbon in a what glass. What does that mean? Neat. No, no ice, no nothing. Just what does straight. Neat, neat mean? 
Just straight. No it, it ice, means no nothing. Just means no olive. Out of the, <laughs> out of the bourbon meat means into pour glass. into the glass, but the glass in my hand. Why don't you just say plain bourbon? Because it's Cause called that's meat. That's how they say it. Because it guess. sounds cooler. Because yeah. I'm pretentious. Yeah. It how is ma- a pretentious term. How many yeah. fingers of bourbon do you have? I love, I usually go three. I stick my whole finger in there. <laughs> I love to go to, like when you and me, when we went and picked up Derek at the airport uh-huh. a couple years ago, when you and me and your brother Nate, we all went to that. I don't know what it was. It was almost like a old man's lounge. It was yeah. so cool down by Drake. Cool? Yep. And I remember Just going a cigar up. lounge or something. Yeah, well, it was Star Bar. Yeah, but it was, it was kind of like a. It wasn't like a college bar. It was, it was like, like a, a place for learned people. It was, it was people. like a sophisticated yeah. hang. It felt like with yeah. nice drinks. Star and, Bar is where I met my wife. Well, how about that? Mm-hmm. Sheesh. We always go there when we go to the mall. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Me and Tom's brother Nate went up and we ordered bourbon neat. I felt like such a man. And then you started talking to those gals. Yeah, there were some cuties. Ped was mixing it up a little bit. I don't bit. think we're interested in a thick boy farmer, but maybe I didn't try hard enough. I always remember. Had the, to get to the airport. I didn't always, have time. I always obviously. remember that New Year's Eve, we went to uh, the Hard Rock, and you were just decked out in, oh. co- in cowboy stuff looking oh, yeah. fly. Drinking whiskey neat. And that girl, <laughs> that there was a girl there that was, was kind of, she was all about you, Ped. We she were, was digging your chili. We were oh, yeah. vibing. And then we started, and then we got it, numbers. She lived, She's from Sioux City, lived in Texas. Then we started texting all the time. I mean, we were hitting it off. And then How long also, ago was this? Uh, so it was New Year's going into 2021. Yeah. So, so what right happened? Away in 20, we were talking and everything. Ghosted me and never talked to me again. We talked for like two months. You still got her number? And then I don't know if I do. You should just send her a text that just says, you up. <laughs> or after three years. <laughs> what did you guys send your wives? I should send that to her. <laughs> You're, I'm a ride. You can't survive. <laughs> yeah. we it, it was insane how well we were getting along. Talked on the phone and everything too. And then just boom. She just stopped responding one day. Never again. I. Uh, it was wild. At ever, first though, she told me that. Do you ever wonder if she died? God, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> <laughs> I always, I remember I was telling her that I was a cattle farmer, and she didn't believe me. And she originally got mad at me because she thought I was like using some line to like impress her. That's not a line that guys use to impress That's girls. That's what I said. Hey, and then babe, I showed her pictures. I'm a cattle farmer in Texas. It might be. And then I showed her pictures, and she goes, "Oh, you those are just pictures you have of cows on your phone to go along with." I was like, "Whatever." <laughs> and then she got over it, and then we got along great. Was she good looking? Oh, yes. He was good looking. Very attractive. I was in a suit coat with my cowboy hat. Ooh, Did buddy. you have patches on the elbows? Irresistible. Like some sort of alpine sniper? <laughs> I don't think I have so. A pic- I have pictures of us, me and you, from that night. I don't know Is she I in the background? Me. No. I had a question I was going to ask or something I was going to say. What were we talking about oh, right crap. before that happened? Um, Why didn't we even get... Oh, I know. I went and saw uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. I've heard it's awesome. It is. And there's quite a few scenes that take place at a barbershop on Main Street in the town. And it's like an old school barbershop with like billiard tables. And it's like so clearly just a dude hangout. And I was like, I want that so bad. That would be incredible. I would go get my hair cut twice a month if there was some like cool place to hang out with just dudes where it's like billiards, a barber pole out front, some old guy named Giuseppe, like putting a warm towel on your face and then shaving you with a single blade. I'm like, I would go like twice a month. Yep. We need a place like that. We do. We don't have mm-hmm. hangs like that anymore. There's no Ah, Burke. I'm so on I'm so on board with that. I with just you. want a place where like I don't know, you can go and that would like, be a great watch a horse race <laughs> and 
get your hair cut. You're reading the paper. Some guy in the background's making comments like every five minutes of things you're saying. And and, and like you can just like make plans with the guys while you're there to go riverboat gambling. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Oh, man, that sounds okay, like... This is, I do love when you see like those barbershop scenes in movies and TV. I love that so much. And you're like, I, why don't I have a place like that to hang out? Honestly, I go to a barber. Um, he's got a little bench in there where guys can hang while you're getting cut. We could try to start it. Is it a dude's place? Oh, it's a dude's place. Really? Oh, yeah. I honestly don't think he cuts a single female's hair. And he's super busy all the time. Does he smell like sandalwood and rich mahogany? It honestly does. <laughs> Smell a little rich mahogany. I there. want a place on Main Street here in Alta that's only open like there used for to be three hours on a Saturday. Al the Barbers. Yeah, I just want them open like three hours on a Saturday. That's it. Yeah, it's not. We don't. It doesn't need to be his full time job. No. And I got my hair cut there when I was a kid. You want to know what he did? First of all, he just gave you the army cut or a buzz. Give all you the a guys, sucker. All, all the guys went there. It was always packed. When you were done, he hose you. He'd like suck all the hairs over the shop back. Off you. That's awesome. Yeah. My dad was good friends with the guy. Then he friggin' rolled a bale off his tractor on himself one day and died. That took a turn. <laughs> That's how he went. Yeah. Dang it. Like, the way he would have Gunned down in his prime. Yeah. <laughs> um, nah, we need a place like that. Seriously. Well, I want some I... old dudes reading sports sections in the corner and like just being funny and cracking wise and giving you a hard time. Getting kind of sick of these cows. I suppose I could get my barber's license. Is, you you can to, use is that a thing? You is, can use Steph's building. See, he okay. went. Yeah, the guy who cuts my hair. He said he went to school for a year. Then you're gonna started. have to. We're gonna have to take the sign down out front though, and like make it a dude's place. Mm-hmm. It's gonna have to be called like. Um, and also, certain hour stuff's not. It allowed. needs to be like a speakeasy type thing like, too. Like we'll call it Bull Nuts. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. And then have it a cool and then we'll name, have like, bottles of whiskey in there. Yeah, I think it should be open for like drinks on like Saturday night, but it should be called something like the old Tug and Pull. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a cool old pub name. It does. <laughs> I love it. Guys, we just hatched our business idea. Gosh. Yeah. I'm I'm in. Part owners. Make everybody. Make I'm Alta great again. Yep. Hey. And we'll get uh, it even works. We yeah. need, we Maggie. just need to find another building for Steph to set up shop in. She's done with it. Is she? Yeah. So it's just an empty building. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, she you, retired. Do you own the building? Yeah. Yeah. We own it. She retired from Uplifted? Yeah. Well, she still like help she does like clients that have been with her forever. They just do it at the house? No, they do it at the building yet, but like she doesn't. It's purely when it's convenient. How's about ready to plan an L together celebration to make her the focal point of it? Why'd you have to go do that? Because she just got too busy. Dude, we need to. We can do something. Dude, our friend Tom has a building on Main Street. That's empty. This could be. I think this has. We could make like the coolest guys hang out ever. 100%. We need to do this. I I truly think like this might have to happen. This is going to be great. We, and there's a lot can we, of space. Can, can the podcast idea. studio be in the building? Yes. Dude, we can be recording pods up there. Yes. yes. Why not? This could be the ultimate bro hangout. I like it. I have. A- I'm going to go get like a Lawrence Taylor poster to put on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Green Day and the Michael Jordan with the balls uh, balls out. And it needs know? to be like a, a little bit of an invite only. Yeah. yeah. No. Like where are you guys going after the basketball game up at te- uh, got a little thing going on at it's, the tug and pole. No. <laughs> It's a, By the way, can that name stay in? The, <laughs> I, lifetime, I think it's good. Lifetime, there will only ever be 60 members of the club. I like this. And you you pay to get the code. And so you can go in there any anytime you want. And then uh, we hire. You bring someone in that's not on the list, you're off. Yeah. And in order to consume, you have to bring something in to like replace what you're taking, like unique or whatever. 
could be beverages, could be whatever, man stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, you can go in there anytime you want. If you want to just hang out, read a paper, I might let your title beans this hang po- out. I might title this podcast, We're Starting a Business. <laughs> but it needs to be called something like the Fraternal Order of the Horny Toads or something <laughs> like that. Like, <laughs> so one of those old time clubs, right? Like the Fraternal yeah. Order of the yeah. Jackalopes. <laughs> now, dude, if you are for real about setting up a hangout there, that's an unbelievable. A I podcast am, studio in the corner. I'm 100% for real that. I feel I, like the, I, I listed it for sale, but I I don't think it will sell. And if it doesn't by the end of I don't know mid next year, Spot's really gonna have to start making money. I'm gonna pay spread rent. rumors that that building has ghosts. <laughs> that way it won't sell. But if I tore down, I was kind of in there the other day, and if I tore down the walls, like you could make that thing. Like there's a lot of space in there. Yeah, I've been in there. Yeah, I've never seen it. We should go look at it. It'd yeah. be a nice open concept hangout area. Yep. We'd have like six TVs on the walls. Can you imagine okay. we all get done working. You guys put your kids to bed. And on a Friday, we go up there at like nine, work for three hours, like building stuff as we're working on making our hangout. Shirts off. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Shirts off, joggers on, just, baby. Just, you can, You don't have to hide a fart. You can just let it go. Let it just, rip. Just pulling pepperonis out of your chest hair. Yeah. Yeah. D- we should. Occasionally, we, like, we'll have a weight. We'll have weights in the corner as well. But occasionally, we'll do bench. bench but it press has to competitions. be. It has to be the crappy weight wrench we all had in the basement yes. from like the 80s. That's With like the really narrow, yeah. like, you fall, stems. You fall off. Uh, and I the weights so are just concrete that's wrapped in hard plastic. <laughs> yeah. Remember those weights? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. It needs to be that. Like, yes. the kind of weights people lifted in the 80s at home. Uh-huh. Gosh, I'm fired up. Dude, I'd be in there doing curls. Yeah. Absolutely. And then. We need to get like we need to look on Craigslist for like an old barber chair, and then try to find a local old guy that cuts hair and be like, "Can you just come up here like one <laughs> one Saturday a month and shave and us? just hang out with us and cut our hair?" <laughs> and he needs to have like an old timey razor too. Yeah, yeah. I want him like five minutes before he starts. I want him just on a leather strap with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Getting it nice and good, and, and then just mumbling to himself like, "Yeah, that's a good, that's good." That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to mumble. He needs to wear like the barber bracelet that's got the slots where he's got all of his tools. He pulls it out of the bracelet, yes, to use and stuff. And he's the got like leather, some brute like, cologne to put on you when you're done. We all have to come up then, in order to do this too. We everyone that's a member of the club will have to have a '40s nickname. Like Berkey White, Two Bats? Like Whitey. You know, or Whitey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Whitey. Yeah. This is going to become hey. the most exclusive club. Hey, it's all Whitey, you see? <laughs> I hope this guy that cuts our hair's name is like Jasper or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I feel like we're kids and we're like, we just discovered a treehouse. And yeah. we're like, we're making all these plans. Yeah. Guys, I have a Sega emulator with Bluetooth controllers. We're going to play Sega up there. Uh-huh. It's going to be awesome. I, I for real be would. Be 13 years old again. Oh, my I gosh. for real would spend the winter making this happen. And you know, like, our sons are going to hang out up there, mm-hmm. and it's going to be awesome. No problem is we get it all done, have an amazing hangout podcast studio, then the building sells, and we're going to take it all out. No, if, if, if I started tearing stuff out in there, we'd keep it. Man. As of now, it's like, why do I need a building uptown? But yeah. if I could turn it into a hangout, that would be sweet. Yeah, we uh, let's table this and talk about it. Do yeah. we do we do membership dues? I haven't thought it through the. Uh, that's how the we business slowly. That's how we yet. slowly build up to buy the building. Fifty bucks yeah. a year. Well, I already own the building, <laughs> dude. I would do <laughs> yeah, in case you don't. You want dummy. <laughs> I'd pay fifty bucks a year. <laughs> oh, I'd pay a hundred. Yeah, I'd pay one ten. Oh, there we go. Let's go. <laughs> Little uh, get fifty members, dude. That's. That's uh, five thousand bucks. There you go. There you go. Is so, there fifty cool people around? 
Ooh, that's a good call. Let's limit to to about thirty. I think we should also get each of us should get like an out of town guest. We can just no questions asked. Yep. Like like Brad Elder just gets in. Yeah, yeah. Brad's <laughs> Jared Elson. He's Brad's in. royalty. I think here. you should get one guest per state. Yeah, like Brad's my Minnesota guy. Jared's my Wisconsin guy. Yep. Anytime, anytime. I'll just go. I'll I tell you right now. States. I don't have a Missouri guy. I'm not. I'm not interested in getting one. <laughs> I don't trust that state. So you, somebody else can have two from Missouri. I went to Joplin, Missouri as a kid once. It was a horrible experience. Then, well, then I got leveled by a tornado. This was pre that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, well, I'm excited. Dude, I'm I like freaking that. excited. We just have some plans. We're going to get some egg Those cartons. conversations we're are so fun. Get some egg cartons and glue them on the wall. We're going to we need to like frame up an interior room that's just like egg cartons so it's like <laughs> it's like a legit acoustic nice pod studio. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I think it'd be awesome. Oh man. <sighs> My juices are flowing. I know. I'm cutting diamonds over here. I like it. I like it, guys. I've been thinking about it too. To to be for sure, I've been thinking about just turning it into like a hangout. Imagine the the uplifted sign comes down and the most like old school pub looking sign that's like makes no sense. Like I said, like the old tug and pull, and people are like, "What the heck is this?" (laughs) We're the only three people that get a key though to the building. It's just real hush hush. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it. Keep it on the DL. (sighs) All right. I, I, I as we podcast it to the to the masses. I just got like an I just got like an image of like the three of us like shirtless doing curls on an eighties workbench listening to like Hysteria cartel. by Def Leppard or something like that. Yeah, cartel. We're just listening to Cartel doing curls. And we're just like, we got a good pump going. Yeah. Good pump going. Imagine oh, man. imagine cranking back in black. Oh my gosh! Friday, a Saturday morning at ten forty-five. I'd be losing my freaking marbles before before we have three TVs oh. watching college football with Iowa blaring on the on the, the surround sound. I'm freaking Unreal. walking around doing like freaking bushwhackers walk, singing back in black. I'm so damn excited. <laughs> <laughs> bushwhackers walk. I'm so excited. <laughs> What a, what a hang. What a unique walk. Yep. I'm walking around like Sherman Helmsley from the Jeffersons. Here, I'll do my Sherman Helmsley walk real quick. You ready? There's an art to it. All right. <laughs> so stupid. Oh my gosh. We have a moving on up. All right. Oh, that's fun. Me and my brother Brad used to do the Sherman Helmsley walk around our house. It was great. Fantastic. Um, I'm going to skip this Would You Rather. Let's just go into the 90s quick hitter and end it. We're on yeah. we're on a high. I don't want to do that Would You Rather right now. How amazing was Walmart in the 90s when you could actually go into the game section in the back and you – remember they had the TVs? You used to crane your neck to play like five yeah. minutes of N64. They had the TVs yeah. with shops. the controllers and you could actually you play – the video, yeah. you could sample them to see if you were hooked and wanted to buy it or if you liked it, you could test it out. That The kids these days don't get to experience that. That was fun. Do they play video games nowadays? You just, it all computer? My mom would be shopping and we'd just go over there and play. Oh, it was the best. It was awesome. It's like just five minutes of Banjo-Kazooie. It's all you wanted much, in life. <laughs> and it sucked Star when Fox. there was already someone there playing when you wanted to go do Remember it. Remember Star Fox was on there? Oh, Star oh, yeah. Fox. Yeah. Kid, the kid that lived next door to my uh, grandparents, he had Star Fox. I, I didn't have an N64. Brett Hahn, I'd never forget. PlayStation 1 was my first thing. Never forget Brett playing Star Fox and how mad he'd get when he didn't dominate. Yeah. Brett, Brett seems like a he's pretty been, big Nintendo guy. He's been serious yeah. about his games for many years. Yeah. So I only got to experience like WWF No Mercy and uh, Star Fox 
and Goldeneye was the other. Oh, yeah. Mm, Goldeneye was amazing. In college, we had an N64 on the end of our floor in the common area, and we got really into Mario Party. Mario oh, Party is awesome. That game's so good. I've never, never played, played Mario Party. Mario Party's like, Same. it's like a series of mini games. You're playing. It's a board game. Like you're trying to get enough stars to win, but it's just all mini games against the other people. But there's like a million different mini games, and they're so fun. Oh, yeah. Each of you had to like trace this line, and but like it was hard to keep your crayon on it, and like it was just fun. And you got points the more you're on the line. I felt like I had a steady hand. Mm-hmm. We that played Mario bad. Party all the time on our floor. Huh. My sophomore year of college was all about uh, Mario Kart. Mm, so yeah. like during the week, we would. Bring our TVs into the lobby of Ray, our little dorm Rainbow room Road. and play System Link Halo, and then on the nights and the weekends we'd play Mario Kart and have like battles for like three hours before we went out on the town. So much fun! But then we all left for the summer, came back, and we never played again. We got oh, big bummer. into uh, yeah. my. I think my brother had a GameCube. We were big into Mario Baseball. Halo, Mario Baseball is incredible. I was never much of a gamer, and Halo was Halo was huge when we were freshmen. And Massive. It's all the way through college. Massive. And my friends, if they weren't in school, they'd be linked up playing Halo for yep. hours. Yep. Like, and you were running like cords all through the dorms so you could system link together. Mm-hmm. That was before we I had I didn't have the, enough friends who had Xbox to do that. I, I actually got Xbox the day it came out. I pre-ordered I was a PlayStation. Always my, been a PlayStation okay. guy. We had PS1, and I was in love with it. I was incredible at Jet Moto. I, this was so out of character for my parents. They let me skip school the day Xbox came out. To go wow. get it? Drive to Des Moines, get it, and just stay home and play video games all day. And, like, that is so not my parents. Like, yeah. my mom's listening, like I said. Mom, what were you thinking? You that never would, let me do that stuff like that. That would not have happened for me. No and, way. Like, I went and pre-ordered and paid for it ahead of time, and... Yeah, my friends all came over after school, and I'm like, dude, I've been playing NFL Fever all day. That game sucked, by the way. <laughs> I think Halo was the only Xbox game I ever played. In college, we did we called it King of the Cube. So we'd start playing Mario Baseball at like 8 in the morning, and our apartment was just a hangout, and like you would go to class, come back, and like it was just a rotating cast of people hanging out. All, some of them didn't even live there. A lot of them didn't live there. And you'd come back and just walk in the door and go, I got next. <laughs> and then it was just as you keep winning, you stay on the cube. And then you're like, I got to go to class. I'll make it on my spot. We just played it all day long. One of my favorite things about those moments in college is you're like hyped, screaming and yelling, freaking out, having the time of your life. And then a visit like goes through a tour of high school seniors <laughs> comes through and you're like showing off to them like this is the greatest time ever. This could be your life. And they're like little loser high schoolers in your college. Like, yeah, that's what's up. I, I really love the farm simulator. Amazing. Uh, come right along on the combine sometime if you want. Have the real deal with me. I'm trying to get Tyler Pedersen to... He he threw out an offer maybe to do some disking. I love that stuff. Like, have you driving? Yeah. Because he says it's mind-numbingly boring. And I'm oh, like... Oh, gosh, it's horrible. And I'm like, and that's why I love it. It's so boring. You get a, you'll have... You'll get done disking and come back with 38 intro thoughts. 38 <laughs> intro thoughts. Oh, I thought you said, you'll just be out there I thinking of things nonstop. 38 inch, inch row, row oh. thoughts. I was like, oh, intro. Ah, I see what you did there. Yeah. Dude, that's where I, I just, would listen all to so I do much music I, and podcasts. Oh, all I do is sit out, sit out there, listen to podcasts, and think of stuff for this podcast while listening to other podcasts. When I, the, the, the rare times <laughs> I got a chance to do farm work for my dad, I would just get all my thinking done. I'd get my whole life figured out while I was out there. Man, Tom, you can relate. 
Yeah, I, I like you music or podcast guy under out there on the farm. Podcast for sure. Yep, me yeah. too. I throw music on for like an hour maybe to break it up, and then I get back into the pod world. Mm-hmm. What do you? What music do you listen to when you're out there? Uh, mainly worship music. Really? <laughs> yeah. There's no shame in that, but worship, yeah. and then I'll throw on uh, some 2000s pop punk. I obviously I love the Lord. It's hard for me to listen to worship music outside of church because. I don't know. It's just. I tell you what, me. it's getting tougher to find good stuff. It's all electronica. I mean, David Crowder is really good. Yeah, all of David Crowder's albums from like the early two thousands are. A really lot of the good. new stuff I feel like is like cliche songs. Don't have a lot of meaning to them. And everything's in Nashville now. Country worship, it's all there. It's all the same producers. So a lot of the new Christian stuff sounds like bro country to me, and I don't like it. Boys, let's make this hangout happen. Uh, I think it's happening. Dude, I'm so freaking yeah. pumped. I haven't been this excited about something <laughs> in a was, long time. I'm not sure I've had a conversation that made me that fired up and who knows when. I was like giddy. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can do it. All right. Well, uh, don't forget, buy your paint at Vista Paints in Storm Lake, Iowa. Even if you're like in Istanbul listening to this, fly here and get your paint. They probably won't let them take it on an airplane, will they? You can put it in a checked bag. Yeah, that's true. I think they would make an exception for Vista Paints. <laughs> I was we did salt delivery this weekend. I was in some old lady's basement stacking salt. We're sitting right in the corner of her basement. A can of Vista Paints paint. You Boom. see it everywhere because everybody knows it's where to get the best paint. Yep. All right. Tell your friends about the pod. It's a fantastic time. You'll laugh with us. Um, and let me just say this. Yes, sir. Don't ask us to come hang out at the hangout. Yeah. We'll extend the invite to you. Yeah. It's like it's a, invite only. You can't ask. It's like a secret society at Harvard. But not the weird like <laughs> eyes wide shut type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all harmless, just dudes shirtless doing curls. Yeah. It's just stupid stuff. And the only way out once you join is death. Yeah, you're in it for life. Mm-hmm. You're gonna wear the brand. We're gonna be like uh the flying hellfish on The Simpsons. We're like, we're each gonna show up at each other's funerals and like there's like a there's like an ancient chart where every time one of the original members dies, we like cross them off and then <laughs> All right. Uh love you boys. Have a have a great weekend. Hut hut. Are we going uptown to look at this building right now?